what's happening guys i'm here don't worry we're here we're, we made it or at least i made it for right now um what's happening guys sorry i'm a little bit late we were trying to work out some uh little kinks behind the scenes but it seems like it's working now everything seems to be a-okay so uh what's happening guys who's out there everybody good everybody dandy what's up happy friday we made it to friday you guys know you love your fridays i'm here here guys don't worry what's happening all right there's a lot of you out there right now for some reason i don't know you guys are like anxious to watch this stream it's interesting i mean i didn't even announce who the guest is and you guys are like going crazy i mean it could be just you know it just could it could be steven again or something like that it could be just one of the regulars <laughs> for all we know i don't know and you guys are uh yeah but you guys are lined up out the door almost but anyways guys um all right so Tonight is a special night, of course. Obviously, you guys saw this. What's going on, guys? What's going on, Jason? Everybody, Matt, BBS was good. Yes, Jimmy, everybody, Alfred, what's going on, guys? Yes, we're here. Don't worry. Sorry, I'm a little late. Um, today, today's a special, uh, special stream. It's a charity stream, and uh, we were trying to work out the link and everything like that. And uh, I'm having some assistance from uh, the ladies, uh, Miss uh, Wonder Meg and Amanda. Who are helping me out here so what's going on guys whoa and amanda just <laughs> <laughs> that's the kind of night we're having right now i tell you what um <laughs> amanda was like i guess she got camera shy that's what happened yeah i mean she showed up like a news reporter she was like <gasps> <laughs> there she is okay <laughs> it wouldn't be it wouldn't be me without it that's very true that's very true all right so uh amanda is gonna keep tally okay so here we go so when it comes to donations tonight guys you guys can donate in the uh the super chat the live chat um if you want to but there's also a link provided down below thank you jacob you already posted wow, um, you but when it comes to uh, when it yeah, when it comes to the super chat, when it comes to the live chat, just a little disclaimer. Um, when it comes to YouTube, it's uh, it's it, it gets stuck in YouTube limbo till next month, so I won't be able to access it till um, for like the December twenty first or twenty second. So Merry Christmas, yeah. So if you donate, it's um, it's a Christmas donation to AFSP, of course. But we also have a download link that is uh, provided down below that uh, Amanda set up. Thank you very much, Amanda. Mm -hmm. So if you guys want to directly donate, we'll do it right there. And she's going to keep track. Uh, she's going to keep a tally of uh, the donations tonight, and we'll bring her in throughout the stream tonight to uh, give us a little update on what's happening. And what Meg's going to do, she is, uh, she's going to handle some um, social media stuff. She's going to... Yeah, she's going to be promoting on her social media what's happening and everything. And then she's also going to pull some questions from the live chat. So I'll bring her in to ask uh, the special guest some questions. And uh, yeah, we're going to have some fun tonight. So, uh, all the right. The special guest is actually me, and I'm really sorry about it. <laughs> yeah. um, before I leave again, and so nice to see you all, um, I just wanted to say that the link has only actually worked for five minutes now because I'm a hot mess. Okay. But we've already raised $35. $35 wow. right there. See, already starting off well. See, this is what we're talking about here, guys. All right. All right. Happy so, Friday. Uh, happy Friday. All right. I'm going to go ahead and kick you guys out. And uh, I'll see you guys soon. We'll bring you bring you guys in in a little bit, and uh, yeah, we'll get some updates and stuff. So thanks, guys. You guys are awesome. You girls. Thank are awesome. you. All right. 
Okay, guys. So obviously, come on, you guys, you guys kind of know what's going on here. I mean, do you guys have a little idea of who's going to be uh, showing up right now? I think you do. But uh, let me go ahead and set some things up here before I do. Um, and hopefully you guys are having a good Friday. Like I said, it's a bourbon tree. What? No bourbon. Yeah, there's plenty of bourbon tonight. It was like, it was, this was, uh, it wasn't going to be a vodka stream tonight. It was definitely going to be a, uh, a bourbon stream. Oh, let me, uh, fix that right there. But, uh, of course it's been a pretty exciting day. It's been a long week and hopefully everybody's relaxed. Hopefully you got a nice little drink in your hand to, uh, Make you feel toasty as joining the stream. All right. So is that the right link? That is the right link. And here we go. All right. So uh, without further ado, guys, let me uh, hold on a sec. Sorry. I'm just trying, <laughs> trying to update things here. All right. Let me fix that. Okay. Change. Hold on. It's happening. Don't worry. You know how it is. Okay, so change that. Okay, and then we're going to change that. You got to love it. Got to love it. All right. So here we go, guys. Let's bring in our featured guest, our special guest, Mr. Zack Snyder. What is happening, sir? <laughs> Look at that. What is that? What are you drinking there? Some old, some some bourbon, some uh, old rip, uh, old pocket band. Yeah. It's uh, tasty. This is the real deal. So. That's the real deal. I got the bullet. I got the bullet bourbon going on. Bullet's good. I got some bullet bullet's in there. Good. Yeah, it's delicious. Absolutely delicious. How are you tonight, sir? Doing good. I'm doing really good. Good. Relaxing, as you can see. Yeah, relaxing. Uh, I, I, you know what? I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, Zach. But one of oh, your no. one of your actors decided to, uh, you know, post like an image or something. I don't know if they were supposed to do that, but what is this? <laughs> Oh yeah, that's cool. that. Yeah, right. Yeah, Fitness. you know that's a cyborg kind of like. Yeah, you know, just looking at something, looking kind of angry, and then he got flashed there. Trying too. to figure some stuff out. Clearly, Is that what he's got like uh, he's using his like third eye to project a hologram, so we can figure some shit out. <laughs> What's he looking at though? I mean, I think, there... uh, I think I'm not 100 percent sure, but I'm gonna. I, I think it's uh, mother boxes. I think I'm pretty sure it is. I'm positive it is actually. Okay, I was about to say. I was like, if you only think, I don't know. I was like, no, yeah, it is, it it is. is. definitely is. Is. He, ah. he's, he's trying to explain to the team that uh, there's an issue that we got to figure out. Yeah, yeah, those you damn see flash, you know, through the yeah hologram there. He looks, he looks a little concerned himself. Yeah, but, well, it's funny because I saw on, um, I saw on, uh, on Vero, someone had posted that image next to an image i think i had posted a black and white image i had posted of the team and the flying fox kind of in that same setup but with no visual effects just like you know he was just in his motion in his PJs. <laughs> yeah and it just said like we're, we've come a long way yeah. so far and i was like yeah that is true we have no doubt well i appreciate you uh joining me on the stream here man i uh yeah 100 appreciate it and, and of course guys uh uh, one of the main reasons like, uh, Zach is here is to, of course, promote the new shirt and of course promote AFSP, which is what this is all about. Here's the new shirt right here, which is fucking beautiful, man. Fucking beautiful. And already 16,000 over, over $16,000 raised right now. Look at that. It's awesome. That isn't that awesome. I mean, I mean, I tell you what, you I mean, when you ask this fandom to like fucking, you know, support this shit, I mean, we step to it, especially when you have something beautiful like this. 
Absolutely. Yeah, it's like hopefully it's you know it's a risk reward, you know, like you get. Yeah. It's um, you know, we were talking about it today. Debbie and I were just talking about how um, you know, not only is this an amazing cause, um, uh, you know, but also just during COVID and like in sort of this, you know, it's a thing I haven't really talked about a little bit, but I mean, I'm sure everyone is painfully aware that, you know, in this time right now, um, it's as important as ever to kind of, you know, focus on mental health and like make sure everyone's cool and everyone's doing okay. Cause you know, it can get a little bit lonely and a little bit crazy in, in this, in this yeah, that, world. Yeah. That's what I was, uh, I even, um, I talked about that a little bit today too. It's like, you know, that's something that, uh, that doesn't get mentioned enough, especially, I mean, obviously there's a lot of talk about cases, and death rates and all that stuff, but they don't talk about, you know, what the lockdowns can actually, you know, do to somebody, you know, like the fact that people are locked down all the time and, and man, that could just drive some people crazy. And it's just like, I mean, a lot of people were tweeting out the, uh, the suicide prevention number today, just, you know, just anybody that needs to reach out. I mean, it's, such a great, I, it's, it's so, it's really important, you know, just keep an eye yeah. on each other and try yeah. and, uh, you know, try and do our best to, you know, I think awareness is a big deal, right? Oh, yeah. Because even just us talking about it right now, you know, you don't know who's listening, who might, you know, go like, hey, you know what? I might need to talk to somebody. You know, this is, this is, this is cool. This is, I'm like, maybe I didn't know where to turn. And then suddenly this exactly. number appears and I, it all clicks. So that, that that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's all about awareness, all about discussion. I mean, anybody out there, just send out the send out the link, send out everything. But uh, uh, also a disclaimer, um, Zach, if you uh, if you you know feel like showing anything on your phone during the stream, I'm okay with that. You know, I mean, just keep it PG thirteen. That's all. It's <laughs> gonna be hard for me. You know, that's hard for me. Is it? <laughs> you know, it has, it has been. Has it? Yeah, I've noticed uh, little things um, popping up on your phone uh, as of recent, and uh, and everything. And um, today, uh, obviously, uh, the big conversation that was happening was uh, you had a the interview with uh, Grace Randolph, second oh, yeah. one in a couple of months, um, and uh, talked about some stuff. And well, I mean, I mean, cat's out of the bag. I don't know if it was meant to come out of the bag, but yeah, working with Jared Leto's Joker, how was that? I got to ask that first. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Listen, I, I feel like, um, you know, this, the, the sort of our DC universe now, the continuous DC universe, right? Which is sort of what I'm involved with. It kind of, um, it has to do with, uh, you know, from, from Man of Steel to BBS to um, Justice League and with the, you know, continuing stories that kind of branch off from it. Um, and uh, I just feel like, you know, and by the way, I'm a, a huge fan of uh, the other Jokers out there. You know, I love sort of the Joker as a character. And um, I, I, I'm, I'm excited and, and always uh, interested in the other the other takes, you know what I mean? It's not a, I don't have, you know, in a lot of ways, I always say that the thing about Justice League or my Justice League is that, you know, it's a three-year-old movie, you know? Yeah. It, it's literally a three-year-old, like it's, it's a story from three years ago. 
you know, the, the, in a lot of ways, the, the DC um, EU has moved on from my take on, um, on uh, you know, its characters and its stuff. I mean, I, I still think what I, what I was doing was fun and that's cool, but I'm, but so, so what I'm saying is that like, you know, whatever I see out there, um, the Batman movie that's coming, I'm super excited yeah. to see it. I mean, yeah. I love the trailer. I thought it was amazing. Um, you know, I love Joker. I love Todd's Joker. I thought it was cool. So, you know, I'm just, a, I'm a, a lot, in a lot of ways, I'm a fan. But so for me, though, in my world, if Joker was going to make an appearance, it would be the Jared Leto, Leto yeah. Joker, because that's, that's my, sort of in my Oh yeah, I mean that's that's what's I mean that's what's so great about these characters, and that's how they've lasted for you know over eighty plus years is the fact that they just can be reinvented so many different ways. I mean, the fact I mean, when people were craving like a new Superman and you getting Man of Steel and kind of like showing like a hey, I'm gonna show him in this light right here, as well as like, and then taking that into BVS where it's like okay, well, what if Superman were to show up? in our society as of now, how would people react? And I think that's why um, people were so drawn to like Man of Steel and BVS. That's certainly why I was. And I thought, what a perfect way to do a sequel first off with BVS. But I mean, when it came to Man of Steel, I have to actually ask when, I guess when Christopher Nolan, um, you know, with the success of the Dark Knight trilogy and Warner Brothers was like, hey, can you do that to Superman? And he was like, nah. But I know a guy who can. Was it kind of like that? Did he kind of refer you and was like, I know a guy that could do what I did to Superman? Yeah, it was 100%. Um, he called me up and was like, would you be interested in Superman? And, you know, just come and want to come over to the house and let's just talk about it. Yeah. And I went over there and we just, I read the script and then I went over and we just talked about what I thought Superman. He's a big Watchmen fan. So I think yeah. that the... Um, it was it was kind of that movie for him. I think that made made him think that I could that I could probably do, um, you know, Man of Steel. Yeah. And then after we talked, uh, you know, he just was like, "Okay, that'd be if you want to do it, it'd be fun to, to, to do it." And so that's kind of how it, that's kind of how it was how, how it got created, how, how it was born, anyway. But um, how it came to be. I, yeah. And I think what everybody loves about your version of it is is I mean, you really I mean. Superman's got to be one of the hardest characters to like, you know, portray, like put on the big screen because I mean, it's fucking Superman. I mean, he could yeah. do whatever. I mean, the only thing that could stop him is a, is a green rock <laughs> essentially, you know, or a bald guy who likes to sell real estate, you know, it's like that, that, that's the guy, <laughs> you know, that's, and it, I mean, of course there's other villains in his world, but I mean, it's like, how do you, how do you deconstruct that character? And I think that's what, I mean, I remember when I watched Man of Steel and, you know, you sh the Krypton scene is just absolutely phenomenal. I mean, the, you know, Russell Crowe and uh, uh, Michael Shannon, everybody, that whole scene is is uh, is truly like a, a masterful. But then it's like when when you see the, the, the ship like headed towards Earth, and it's like, okay, we're gonna get that 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 you know, like what we got before. We're gonna see Superman grow up and blah. But once it like crashed and it just went to like, oh, there's a there's a boat, and now Clark is there. What the fuck? I mean, it, it was like it was it was refreshing to me. It was very refreshing because it was like, oh, we're not gonna do that stuff, and he's just gonna go back to it and flash back to certain things. And I thought that was the way you guys constructed the story, fantastic. 
absolutely fantastic. And, and I think the cool thing about it for me was like, you know, it kind of got us, you know, down the road a little bit quicker. You yeah. know, we were into it. We were into like it, like a grown Superman adventure pretty quick, you know, in the movie, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't like we had to wait for him to grow up and push the bus out of the water and, you know, have people think he was Jesus or whatever, but um, <laughs> we, uh, you know what I mean? Like, and then, so then, uh, you know, he had, a, he didn't have to get lectured by his dad. You gotta hide that son. Gotta yeah. hide that son. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, and, and then, um, and then what, when that it came to Kevin Costner right there, was great. I thought it was great. I mean, I was like, damn, was, am I interviewing Kevin Costner all of a sudden? Yeah, Jesus great. I was going to start ad asking you Robin Hood questions. God, keep that part of your side. So yeah. your side hidden. <laughs> Dude, oh, man, I tell you, you know what's what scene in Man of Steel that always like chokes me up is when like when uh, when little Clark is like, can I just be your son? And he goes, oh, yeah. you are my son. And then he like hugs him. I just man. I mean, the lump just starts growing oh, in the no, throat. Everything. Yeah, me too. I, I, by the way, that's one of my favorite bits in the movie Fuck as yeah. well. Um, yeah. That's, it's, it's really a great line. And David, uh, Goyer, like, you know, and that, that scene was, you know, on right on the page, just like that. Amazing. Yeah. So yeah. really kudos to him for cracking that. Yeah. Just the way Kevin like pulls him in too. And the way he says it with like a little crack in his voice too. Yeah. So then when it came to, um, doing a sequel for it, um, from what I've heard, like, you basically kind of pitched the idea like what's who's going to be the villain and like um you're like well what about batman <laughs> kind of thing was that how it went or yeah i mean yes to some extent that's how it went you know we had um it was one of those things that uh i think we talked about in the early days we said like oh maybe at the end of the movie or the end of the second movie batman like somehow comes on the radar or I don't know, like we had kind of like a, as, a, as like a cliffhanger, Batman shows up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, but once we said it out loud, you know, once you started to talk about it, I said, you know, we were kind of like, Batman's kind of the better idea. Like it's kind of yeah. whatever else we do now will be like, we'll, we'll just be going. Yeah we're just working to get to Batman now. Right. So it just seemed like, let's just, let's just do it. Let's just do that. Let's bring him. Let's just fucking do it. I mean, let's why not? It. I mean, we, I mean that we've never seen them both on the big screen. I mean, that, that's what was so exciting about when, when it was announced. I mean, and talk about, I mean, when it came to you and your Comic-Con announcements, those, those Hall H's that you guys had, holy shit. I mean, I wish I, I attended them, but even like just watching like little videos, the way, especially how you announced BVS with Harry Lennox reading that Dark Knight Returns line. My God, that was a thing of beauty. Like how, like how prepped was that uh, for that? Was that just like, hey, I want you to read this? And he did, and that was it? Or was it prepped like a couple of days? No, it was a couple of days. I mean, I had the idea. Yeah. Uh, and I asked Harry to do it because, you know, he's, you know, so Shakespearean. And his, uh, oh, yeah. you know, he's got that voice just crushing. Yeah. And so, um, you know, he just, I said, hey, would you do this? And he was like, absolutely. He's, he's, you know, he's one of those actors, not only who is a genius actor, but an amazing guy. You know, just a great guy. Never, he's been there from there's never been a time when I haven't said, Hey, Harry, could you help me out? And he's always just like, yeah, you tell me what to do. And yeah, it's been, so that, that, that's just an amazing, 
seems know, like seems like a relationship. Like you know, yeah. he's 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 great. Very easy going. Okay, uh, we're gonna we're gonna do a little fan question. I'm oh, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I what? think I didn't finish your first, um, hmm. the Jared Leto. Uh, oh, question. yeah, by all means. Well, only I just want to just say that, like you know, so it got in my head that I could do this. This I I, I really wanted. I had this idea for a scene, and I and I had an idea. I had a version of this scene that I had written maybe three years ago, mm-hmm. slightly different, but but very similar. But then, you know, for whatever reason, for a multitude of reasons, <laughs> I uh, didn't have to name them. Fine. Yeah. But <laughs> then, you know, I was talking to Debbie and we were talking about it. I said, you know, I had this, do you think it would be pop? I mean, is it, am I crazy? Should I just call him? Should I just cold call him and just say, hey? Um, and so I called him and I said, listen. Was he climbing a rock when he did? He was like, hey, he was, um, know hey, where he, he <laughs> I, I don't know where he was. He was either um, on the top of a mountain. Yeah, probably. Or he possibly was in a submarine. I don't know where exactly he was. But <laughs> Who knows for that? Those, yeah. Any of those possibilities. He was on stage, I think, possibly. On, there was a, I could hear 100,000 yeah. 100, people. He's like, he said, what do you want me to do? Like, okay. Quiet. Yeah. Okay, people shut <laughs> and they God, all went, and they all, by the way, they Stop. were deathly quiet. They was like, oh. <laughs> and then we had to call, and then he was like, okay, we'll talk more about it. And then, oh, they went, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it, it, was, it felt <laughs> like that. It did feel like that a little bit. Yeah. Um, but, but it was this kind of like, it was a cool conversation because when I pitched him the idea, he, um, I, I feel like his, he, 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 he hooked, on to the what the the why of it because there's there's a big why and mm-hmm. he hooked on to the why of it and was like okay and literally just he said to me he goes we'll talk more you know nice and i had then i kept calling him like you know we talked for over a while and then you know he he agreed to do it but it was uh it, it, and but and i will say it was a great experience working with him he's a he's a, he's a gifted actor and Oh, I'm you know, sure. Really dedicated so it was fun. Yeah. I mean, he goes method. And then, I mean, the fact that like you look at a picture of him like 22 years ago and he looks exactly the same. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's immortal or something like that. I don't know if he's like actually a vampire. Maybe. I don't know. But um, I was actually going to ask, was he when, when it came to like the initial Justice League principal photography, was he was he part of that? Was there any was he like incorporated with that? Or no, 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 it, no it, wasn't. It, it was a. It was, there was a few things that I had thought about doing that I had thought about grabbing and post. Um, there, there was a number of things I had drawn. A couple of them I still haven't, wasn't able to do, but it's fine. I, I'm completely satisfied. Um, but this was one of the things that it, in the years since I've kind of boiled on and kind of said like, this would be a cool thing to do, you know, but I'll be honest. I never thought the opportunity would come. I really and thanks to the fans, of course, and this whole yeah. and this whole journey, you know, it's happened, which is insane. I know. We were like paying attention to like his uh, his Instagram. We're like, oh my god, he shaved! He shaved his beard! Something happened, something like that. You know, like us fans, we're all we're looking for everything. Someone <laughs> said they saw um, Joe Paganello. Yes, with crazy hair. With crazy hair. Yeah. What's up? Oh, something. Hey, you know, it's fine. Oh. 
You know, hey, sometimes, sometimes Deathstroke, you know, he wants to bleach his hair and shave or his back. Joe just wanted a mohawk. Maybe that, that that could be it. It could be for Magic Mike three guys. It That's is. what it could have been. It's cool. Yeah. It's like Magic Mike three. Yes. Directed by Zack Snyder. You know, it's like uh, it's Magic Mike after you know in a post apocalyptic Magic Mike. Yes. After an invasion from like some god from another world that's apocalyptic. Um, but still loves an all-male review. Exactly. I mean, I, I can't wait to see that scene. I mean, Jesus Christ. That's going to be, uh, you know, I mean, Joe Magnielli, he's got some moves. But I'm going to bring in uh, Wonder Meg here. What is up, Wonder Hi. Meg? She's going to bring up a fan question. Obviously, you know, you guys have talked before. I think you guys are familiar with each other. Of course. A few times, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> For joining us, Meg. Uh, what no question do you? What question did you pull from the uh, from the uh, audience out there? Okay, so I'm gonna butcher this name, but Amberish uh, says, "Love you, Zach. Happy Diwali from India to all." I'm really excited for uh, Army of the Dead. Can you please tell us an exclusive bit about it? Oh, exclusive. 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 Oh, exclusive. you know what? Hey, Zach, just to let you know, I got some drops, and one of them is uh, a little superhero I made called Exclusivo. So there you go. I'm just letting you know. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got a couple for you, too. You know, I got one, like, you breaking a neck. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then anytime that I'm, like, laying the facts down, I always have this one. Fucking hard facts. So, <laughs> you know, but anyways, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. What can I tell you about Army of the Dead? Um, you know, uh, I could tell you that um, we talked a little bit about today that our, um, you know, 90% of our zombies are completely practical, you know, and that the, the sort of zombie war, uh, you know, the, the action sequences and the fighting, um, you know, uh, my longtime collaborator and friend, Damon Carl, and I worked hard to um, create some like insane zombie, uh, zombie mayhem on an epic level, you know, with a little splash of Vegas, just to make it crazy. <laughs> um, you know, just a little like, you know, some pompadours or whatever. Uh, it's, uh, but you know, it's it's a the thing about the movie I think that's really going to be exciting for people and it's just like the tone, you know I'm obsessed with like the tone of um, you know that kind of that kind of tone where it doesn't the movie has fun I always said it, it has fun but it doesn't make fun right which is a fine it's a very fine line and I uh, I really wanted to make a no holds barred zombie genre just insanity. And I think that, um, you know, the guy, my, um, my, my cohorts over at Netflix, really, they really strapped in and, uh, and, and went for a ride with me and it was fun. And then we really did have a great time. And the movie was so much fun to make. And um, I think that, and Shay Hatton who wrote the script with me is a genius and I love him. And we just really, really, we nerded out hardcore <laughs> sure. on our genre like tropes and you will see the tropiest tropification of tropes in the history of troping i love it oh you heard it here first all right well thank you meg uh we'll get back to you in a little bit for another fan question appreciate it um one of the things i actually wanted to uh like talk about because i'm a 
diehard Batman fan. I got my Jim Lee uh, picture right here. I got mm -hmm. a guy right there. Uh, we've actually, you know, um, I, we've talked about that a little bit. I think uh, during your little the Snyder Con thing that happened uh, in Pasadena last year, uh, one of the things I asked you, and obviously we got a good shot of like you laughing about it. I was like, when casting for Batman, I asked you, I'm like, did you just have like, instead of just having like everybody's like act, pictures of actors on the wall, did you have like half their face covered and just, it was just straight up chins all over the place. You had to like find the good did, did, I Didn't I talk about this? Yeah, <laughs> a little, yeah, a little bit. Cause I talked about like, didn't I talk? Well, one thing that's cool is like when I did Ben's, so I had Ben, I printed Ben's face on a piece of normal, not even photo paper, you know? Yeah. And I took my markers to it and I put the cowl on him. And then I flipped it. Actually, it's a really cool image. When you flipped it over, it had, it had bleeded through. So it was a really cool, um, it was like a really cool Batman because it was like the negative space where the mouth was. But it was like all this, because I had done like, you know, I'd really marked it well like with the shading and everything. So that's awesome. Um, but like when you looked at it, you know, that, I mean, it was perfect. The guy has got a chin, you know. Jesus so, Christ. I know. I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm blessed with the little dimple chin myself, but I'm jealous of that. I mean, one of these yeah, guys, we all got, got the dimples going on right there. I mean, it helps. It definitely helps. So uh, one, of, one of the things I'm going to have to, like, I've, I've always wanted to ask a director who uh, directed a Batman movie. I mean, uh -huh. first off, when it came to designing the suit, I mean, obviously relied heavily on uh, the Dark Knight Returns suit, which was great. I mean, I think it's the, I think it's the best, the best. I mean, I, he Affleck is the best cinematic Batman in my eyes right now. I mean, nothing against anyone else. I love all the Batmans, but I mean, there's just something about Ben's presence. He's just the fucking brick shit house of a well, dude. You know, and that you know, for me, Batman. Um, one of the things that I. I always I loved about Dark Knight Returns and the thing that I really you know just captured my imagination and, and you look you know it's exactly as you say the Batman the Batman um, <laughs> they all bring a different everyone yes. brings a different aspect to it and 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 that's why it's an amazing character you know it's 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 our it's it's like American Shakespeare you know like this this having this this character that like can be played over and over in different takes and different shapes. And, but you know, with this weird similar mythology and it's, it's just really, I, I think it's really cool. But, but for me, uh, the thing about Dark Knight Returns when I read it was, you know, just the, 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 the sheer like kind of size of the man, you know, yeah. and just this kind of, you know, he's grumpy. He's, he's grumpy. A, he was like, he's a brawler, you know? Yeah. But he's also a surgeon, you know, like it's that whole thing. Like, you know, he's, he, he was, he's this brute individual that also has like this technical knowledge of like, you know, he's going to murder you with like this beautiful, like knowledge of your anatomy because he's a genius, you know? So it's like this crazy, it's just this is a massively awesome combo. And I really just always loved, you know, the brawler Batman, you know, it's just like that kind of, thick muscular rib cage you know and it's like you know he's not he's just like this crazy endomorph that's just out of his mind so it's just it's cool seriously i mean like the first shot in bvs when he's just like like you know in the corner of the wall you know and the cop just looks over i mean jesus i mean talk about very like animal like the way that he just like goes and then just crawls across the fucking yeah, ceiling I, and then really up. the first time we saw batman for him to be like scary you yes know, I thought, I, I really had this 
in my mind, I wanted the reveal of Batman to be the reveal. The idea was that I wanted him to be seen the way, us to see him the way sort of society saw him and the way sort of law, law enforcement in general saw him. Yeah. And, you know, it was only after we had to get, you know, get back to the back cave and talk to Alfred that we understand like his tenuous relationship with what he was doing as a, as a vigilante. Yeah. You know, that, they're like, you know, he says like, we were criminals, Alfred. We've always been criminals. Like that was the best line. I mean, that, that was like when, when Alfred like puts the paper down and says new rules. I mean, that right there explained like everything. It was like, Alfred's going, what the fuck are you doing? Essentially going like, what are you, you are branding guys now? What the yeah. shit? Like, <laughs> have you lost it? I mean, yeah. right there when anytime there's a discussion about, you know, what, people feel about batman it's like it's right there with that first line from alfred dropping the paper is like new rules i mean it's just and then the way that bruce explains it of like you know we've always been criminals it's like yeah it's just a 20 year old batman it's not fucking two years three years in it's not that bad yeah and he has that whole thing about like you know 20 years in gotham oh dude we know that that had to be some of the best acting from Affleck. I'm sorry that 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 scene right there, just yeah, gorgeous. The way that the 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 raw like emotion, you know, the way that that Ben like put into that, like, I mean, I remember when that clip like came out online, I was like floored. I'm like, all right, he's the best Batman right there. That was it right there. Well, that's cool. I'm glad you think that. I mean, I, I I'm slightly partial to him. Yeah, too. I, I think you're biased. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, but I have to ask because I've been always wanting to ask a director who's directed a Batman movie. Did you ever consider when the standard suit, I mean, obviously with the mech suit, there was the white eyes, but did you ever consider it for the standard suit? Mm -hmm. You know, it, it, part of the reason I did the mech suit was for the white eyes. Yes. Um, but I, and I have drawn a bunch of drawings, you know, where Batman's like looking down from like a fire escape or something, you know, and, and he's kind of hunched over that, and he's kind of dark in the front that he has the white eyes. But I really just, I just didn't know how to do it where it wouldn't be. That's, that's <laughs> here, 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 this is the truth. Okay. The truth is that, you know, actors do so much through the eyes and the yeah. eyes are really like, Oh yeah. Like, just ask Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy acts through his eyes like crazy. The biggest, that's their biggest tool. And yeah. I just think it, to take it away from them is, is, is you can do it momentarily, but I don't think you can do it for the whole for the whole thing. I think that's that would be that'd be hard. Yeah, but okay. So now I gotta ask: when it comes to the black eye makeup? <laughs> oh yeah, no, no. I mean that's that's always Absolutely. been the thing. I love the black eye makeup, and I love to talk about it. What 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 is the what's your? Like, what, <laughs> well, what's well, what's on? funny is what's funny what? is is I know I know how because I do a character called casual Batman. Okay. So basically I like, I, you know, it's a t-shirt and me, but I do the black makeup. And when I'm done doing like a video or a live stream where I'm that character, I take off that mask. That shit is, I mean, it's a pain in the yeah. ass. I gotta, yeah. yeah. That yeah it, it's running down my face and everything like that. But it's just like, um, what I always wonder is like how it's never really like fully addressed in the movies. Like, I mean, for instance, Batman returns, I don't know if you remember, like at the end of Batman Returns, when Bruce is going to rip off the cow, you know, he's in front of Selena 
and he's gonna rip off the cow. But right, right when it cuts back to him, the eye makeup is gone, and he pulls up the mask, and it's so obvious. And I'm like, I kind of wonder, like, well, why didn't they just edit it where he like did this, and then they cut, and then all of a sudden he pulls off the mask? Yeah, yeah. you know. And it, and but I noticed like what I what I love about Ben's Batman. I mean, both like the 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 the, uh, the nightmare scene when Superman rips off the mask. That's like. I mean, the way that Ben just whips his hair back and it's all nice and just, woo. I mean, you put some sexy music to that. <laughs> I mean, it's slow motion. I mean, I, I, I'm I, not going to lie. I saw an edit where somebody put like George Michael's like, I'm never going to dance again. And that saxophone, they put it to that. I'm like, it works, but it's- it does, By the way, listen, I've been accused of a lot of things, but I've also, I've never, you know, I don't, it's, I, I, I can, you know, I can make a man sexy. I don't know. What you to, can. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Well, I mean, three hundred. I mean, I mean, come on. You made three hundred. I did. I did it. I, I, did. I think. I think a lot of us. I mean, as much as we were like amped up by that movie, we were kind of like questioning our sexualities. We're like, yeah. huh, man, Ben, that's. that's good. Good. I mean, it's good. Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler was looking pretty good in that. He does look good. He's he a does. Man, what can you do? He's a very. Yeah, no. I, I listen. I love that. It's a funny thing that I make up is like a hilarious. It's literally a conceit of the character, right? Yeah. It's uh, I kind of love that Pattison shot where his eyes were dark, and I was like, oh, yes, they're finally said, like. It seemed like Reeves is like I love it because it's deconstructed. You know, like it's it literally is like this. It, it's cool. It's I, I I thought it was cool, but anyway, yeah. but yes, I do think it's a conceit of the character where you you just have to accept that when the cowl's on you, you don't listen i don't know even in the in the costume tests we would do the cowl without the eye makeup it just doesn't work it's horrible like, yeah like, it, yeah like it you just look at it and you're like what's wait what's wrong with this this is a disaster <laughs> and then they're like okay and they're like zach wait one second what do you think? And I'm like, oh my God, you fixed it. What did you do? And like, oh, we put yeah. a little black eye makeup around. So I'm like, okay, well. Yeah, I'm kind of curious, like how, I mean, I, I I mean, that was one of the things that stood out for me with that Matt Reeves trailer was the fact that I'm like, wow, they're addressing the eye makeup or they're actually going to cool. do that. Yeah, I know. I mean, I mean, I mean, talk about I mean, we, we talked about it when you came on the uh, the real motion and we were uh, talking about the trailer for uh, the Batman for DC fandom. I mean, it was almost like, <laughs> I mean, how do you reinvent Batman again? when you have like the success of uh, of uh, your of Ben's Batman and then, of course, uh Christopher Nolan's Batman. And it was like, Matt Reeves was like, here, hold my beer, you know, or hold my scotch. He seems like he'd be a scotch drinker in yeah, my, I don't opinion. know. I, yeah. I'll ask him. Yeah, you should ask him. Like what, what's his drink of choice? What's your beverage, but, um, bro? Tell me what your beverage is. What's your beverage choice. But uh, speaking of Batman, I actually have uh, uh, a fan video question for you. Okay. Darren. And uh, we're going to play it right now. The fan video. Hey, what's up, Zach? Uh, I just wanted to say, for one, thank you for remaining a humble person and very down to earth, especially with all the negativity that has came your way in the last few years. And also, the day that your version of Justice League was announced was the same day as my father's funeral. And I felt like that was a light that was just shined on one of the darkest days I had. It, it like bought me some joy out of just the hard time I was having. But my question is, I know Dark Knight Returns is your favorite Batman story, but if you had an, a chance to bring another story to the big screen, which Batman story would you like to do? Ooh. 
It's a good question. It is good. It's a good question. Just say your words. You know. <laughs> we talked about death in the family the other day. Yeah. Mm. It's hard because here's the thing. And, and I don't I don't have a problem. There's a million great Batman stories. Of course. The difference between, for me, Dark Knight Returns and all the other Batman stories is that the other Batman stories are exactly that right they are like i would say they are a continuation of that mythology and sort of taking that character and put him on other into other adventures and or um you know dramas the difference is dark knight returns is that it takes the character and takes it apart 100 percent and like says literally examines the why of every aspect of the character like why this why that why a millionaire why why a brute why a you know what relationship with the police all those things and so that's why for me it's like it's the ultimate story because it and even it brings superman in the end it brings superman in to say like what is your place in the world like what is your place as a as a human being so i mean that's but you know what um so my answer is that there's a lot of great Batman stories, but I don't I don't know what I yeah. want. I need to think about it more. I've never really yeah. thought of I gotta be honest, I've never really thought about it in, in to think about like, okay, I've always I've stolen a lot of elements from other comic books. I'm not gonna say, but Scott Snyder is a big um inspiration for us. Yeah, he's a good writer. And a lot of great, a lot of great work, like yeah, honestly. And so, yeah, yeah. Scott Snyder, uh, I think a couple of years ago, he when the, when they did the whole like uh, DC Rebirth comic books, he did All Star Batman, and he had this, the first story that he did was basically just it was like a road trip, <laughs> it was a road trip story with Harvey Dent and Batman. He was you know Batman was taking him somewhere, and all these villains were trying to get to him. And it was absolutely fantastic. I mean, yeah. there was like this whole backstory and it was like, it was basically like, um, like what they did with, uh, you know, with, uh, Logan, like uh, Wolverine, you know, you know, the last one, it was like, it was basically like that, almost like that yeah. but it was Batman story and two face. And it really just like, I was like, I was like, I want to see this. Like yeah, adapted. Cool. I mean, it was cool. really a good story. Scott, Scott's good. Scott's yeah. Really good. That's really, really, really good. And, uh, and everything, but, uh, and, and, you know, another thing too, like, uh, bringing up like BBS and everything. I, I mean, I'm will say like, uh, what you did with wonder woman. And I mean, I don't even want to say like it's subjective or whatever the fuck, but she has probably the best superhero entrance in a movie ever. I mean, I, I gotta ask, like, how did you like <laughs> the fact that she jumps in, saves Batman's ass with the fucking music that just, I mean, uh, when I saw it twice, the theater just went just crazy, you know, just went crazy. And, and even thinking about it right now, I got goosebumps. Like, how did that whole scene, I mean, come about? Well, I mean, I, you know, I drew, when I drew, I drew that scene and I really had this, um, and, and we had talked about it a lot and it was really crucial to me that, um, Wonder Woman, the first thing she does is, does is say Batman, you know, like nice. first time we see her like really in action. It's like, because I, I thought that, you know, 
she um, she needs to enter at this super high level because she really is. You, we're not going to, we, we will later on examine the why of Wonder Woman, but when we meet her, she is a veteran of, uh, you know, multiple like epic battles and that she is you know I, I fought like literally gods of war like i don't like this is not well yeah you guys that, are amateurs like, yeah you put that line amateurs. in there where she was like was i that, fought yeah. Was, yeah that line I where she was like from other worlds before, yeah. yeah and then superman was even like what the fuck is she with you and batman's like what <laughs> that was a, that was a good little exchange right there that was because he's like I, she seems more like your style yeah like she's your type i'm a human whole, dude i gotta i gotta fucking i gotta fucking from the gun. sky thing seems yeah a lot more, yeah you know, just, like she just saved my ass i have a fucking she has gun. some energy that comes out of her braces <laughs> i don't even know what's happening yeah it's so funny too because when you when the when the whole doomsday fight happens i mean batman i mean he just has to like just be like holy shit <laughs> like he's just diving yeah he's got to do something <laughs> i have my like, like, like kryptonite yeah <laughs> that's all i got you know he's so out of he's so out of his element that's what I love about it. And like 20 years of, you know, beating the fuck out of like bad guys in like alleyways and, you know, you know, other villains and stuff like that, human people. And then all of a sudden he's got these two gods fighting this beast and he's just like, how do I contribute? <laughs> I'm like, I got my gun. I'm going to just, you know, dodge shit. I mean, it's but I weird love though that he lays in the, um, the round though from the, from the little grenade launcher right at the perfect moment. Oh yeah, that's the thing. Then that's 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 perfect Batman right there. It's like, okay, you got Superman, you know, you got Wonder Woman contributing with the lasso and then Superman's going to do his thing and then Batman's like, I got this. Boom. And it was like a perfect Trinity moment. Yeah. It was like, yeah. Yeah, it was a perfect Trinity moment. Yeah. My god. I mean, but it was cool too because when Hans cuz so we had the moment, right? Yeah, and uh, I forget what we had tempt in there. We had some music tempt in there. It was just like you know some kind of, you know, it might have been, might have been drums, but not anything like you know. And then Hans was like, "What do you think of this?" And he played <laughs> us that. And we were like, "Oh my!" I can oh only my. imagine like oh hearing my. that for the first yeah. time, especially when, I mean, it was just so perfect with the you know when she saves his ass and you hear the. Brrrr, and then all of a sudden it just comes down and it, that guitar riff that that him and junkie came up with yeah it was like it, it i every time i see that i have to rewind it like six or seven times because it's just so fucking good it's really fun it's so really fucking good so good all it right good so, it was good i just also like the the bat wing is like completely jacked up and it's all yes like, you know it's like there's no wings left on it it's like a mess in the fact and, that batman's like oh shit he's, yeah, he's like <laughs> yeah he's like, what's that gonna do, dude? I mean, yeah, like, like just yeah, you, you're, quick. Like, your costume can guys, maybe dodge some bullets because he's yeah. like, that thing's items come out of its mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what are you thinking? I mean, I guess that's just the natural reaction is just to put your hands up, but yeah, no, it, for sure. And I think that, yeah. you know, we talked about it, I was like, you know, just kind of, yeah, you're 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 gonna, you know, you know, this is it, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're gonna like, die. It's been a pretty good running guy, you know. I've been a, I've done a lot of crazy shit, and like you know. Yeah, yeah. this is oh, gonna well. be. A thing. Oh, well, yeah. I get killed by an alien from another planet, like an alien monster. I mean, that's that what. That's the only thing mind. that. That's the only thing that could take Batman out is something from yeah. another world. He's like, right that's, there. If that's how it's gonna be. So be it. 
Fuck it. So uh, when it came to the, I wanted to ask you about the Snyder event real quick. Um, yeah. When it came to the Snyder event, that was a lot of fun. First off, I mean, we all had a great time. I mean, I, I went to the BBS screening, of course, and you know, of course, had the poster which is hung up right over there, uh, signed by all you guys, Deborah, Larry, everybody. Um, oh yeah, it's fun. Fantastic. But you had a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of a sneaker in there, which I didn't see at first, and I was like, all of a sudden, I'm like, we're up on the second story of the place and uh, a couple guys that you might talk to in a little bit, the comic movie marks, um, Matt, he walks up and goes, Hey, look at your poster. Something is circle. And sure uh, enough, two fourteen, uh, circle. Okay. So those were early days, by the way. Yes. Those are very early days. Very I mean, days. I mean, obviously like we already knew something was there and it was so funny too, because that night I think there was people that really wanted to ask you about, your cut of the movie, but we were kind of like hesitant, you know, at the same yeah. time. But some people were like, Hey, what the fuck is what what was your movie gonna be? And you you said some really good shit in there, like the the scary idea, which a lot of people were like, Oh man. But yeah, but that little Easter egg that you had on that poster, I mean, that idea, that was how did that come to be? Well, I mean, listen, you know, my did I think at the time that that this movie was ever going to see the light of day it was funny i'll um you know the movie for whatever it's been almost two and a half years existed for me just on my you know on my computer you know just yeah. in black and white on my computer and you know i just was always like oh you know every now and then someone would come over to the house and i go down to the theater and we I, if they wanted to see the movie, I'd be like, oh, yeah, you want to see my version of, you know, the, yeah. my version of Justice League? And they'd be like, yeah, check it out. And, you know, it was always, you know, everyone would be like, holy shit, that's insane. Um, but the my, but I never thought, I, I honestly didn't think that it would ever see the light of day. You know, I always thought it yeah. would be, you know, just a, just kind of this, you know, anomaly that, that yeah. would always just kind of exist as it does. And so, but I did enjoy that, like, there were people out there that had a hankering or an interest. A hankering is cool because that's what a hillbilly would say. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, hankering for that spider out there. Exactly. A lot of hillbillies do love the movie. They're going to love it. So oh, that's oh, not, that's it. That's it. That's it demographic i really go after it a lot um but um <laughs> they get those two billions, right? like, i i wanted i i was like okay well you know i want to give them information about it but i you know at the time i wasn't sure um how much i could talk about it like i was like i don't know when someone's going to tell me to stop you know like that's what I was always wondering too when you were posting stuff. I'm like, is he allowed to fucking do this? And then when this shirt came out, I'm like, he's got like all the fucking logos on it. I'm like, what's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I, I just, I, I finally got to this point where I was just like, well, you know, someone's going to call me and tell me to stop at some point, you know? Yeah. But, but no one ever did. So um, that's a good thing, I think, because it really, in a lot of ways, I was emboldened by, I don't know. If, if you're familiar with that word, but I was, um, and I was, uh, just felt like, yeah. And, and not, not to mention like that, you know, I had, I had all the, no one had really knew what was in that. I mean, the studio had seen 
the director's cut, but even the director's cut of the movie was shorter than my cut. Yeah. That I shot. Like, yes, this is my cut of the movie, but there was a cut that I created that I said, this can, like, no one, this is too much for the studio. Like, you know, the mandate was make the movie two hours long. I cannot show them a, I cannot show them a four hour. I know. Movie. <laughs> the fact no, that they, like, like told you to do that, I'm like, like someone is going to lose their. If I show them a four hour version of the movie, they will like literally lose. I, I did have this idea that like, oh, maybe we could just split it in half and make it in two two hour movies. Yes, and they could like have. My first idea was like you show two hours and then there's like maybe a month and then the next two hours come out. That was my one of my ideas. That's pretty cool. And, and then the fact that it's going to come out like, a, you know, four parts. I, I, I love that. I mean, when I heard that idea, I was like, perfect. That's absolutely perfect for, you know, for you. Well, because the you thing about the movie is, I, you know, the thing about the movie I think that's interesting is that the way I the way I constructed the cut was it's six chapters. Right. So it was always this chaptered um, concept, you know, like where you know, you, the first section, it says part one, and then you have this little section and then part two, and you have this other section and then part three and part, all the way six parts and then an epilogue. So, um, you know, there's a, the, the structure of the movie always sort of would have lent, lent itself to this kind of, what I would say is a sort of, you know, but I think I can't wait for you to see it in IMAX because oh, I yeah. think it's going to play. Oh. It plays as this, you know, with a big intermission, you get to play. It will play hopefully in this grand. My my really my ideal version of the movie is the black and white IMAX version of the movie. Oh, like my that God. to me, that to me is the like most fan centric, most you know pure, most justice league experience because it's it's the entire like i don't know because that's like just that's how i like i said that's how i lived at the movie for two years in black and white and yeah. so just like i i mean i love the color version of the movie and i yeah and that's there's something about see. black and white there's something like about you're gonna black. get yeah well i will say that when we when i um do the live stream of the trailer Ooh. Steph and I, Steph and I colored a black and white version of the trailer, right? Nice. Uh, and so the first version I'm going to put out, and probably what we're going to talk about on Tuesday, will be the black and white version of the trailer. I that's love it. And then, that's and then, and then, and then, just to avoid the whole Hallelujah song thing, you, you put "Back in Black" by ACDC, right? Oh, that's cool. That's <laughs> yeah. You know, can you remember slightly? No, it's all good now. Yeah, all, all good. Yeah. yeah, I know that was. I, I remember like we uh, we briefly talked about it too. How everybody kind of like freaked out and we're like, "Oh, I'm canceling my HBO Max! What the fuck? They took it down!" It was, yeah, like, it was like, "Guys, guys, 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 don't do that! No, not yet. No, we're good. We're good. We're good." Trailers coming back on Tuesday, and uh, you know it's going to be something pretty special. But uh, let's check in with Amanda and see where we're at with the tally. Hey, you're muted. Hold on, you're muted. Question muted. muted. Unmute your there you go. Hi, Zach. <laughs> I'm not here unless I'm making a slight hot mess of things. Um, 
Thank you guys so much, everyone who's watching, everyone who's in the chat. You guys are amazing. I'm seeing like so much just joy and happiness. And um, you guys are doing amazing things. Right now, let me refresh just to make sure I'm not missing anything. Um, we have two ways to donate tonight directly to AFSP through the Tiltify platform. The link is below. You can also find it on Twitter and I'm periodically putting it in the chat. We've raised $380 directly Go. to AFSP already. Um, that's to them. They don't have to wait for it at all. We have um, also the super chat which will get to AFFP right before Christmas. Um, so Merry Christmas for, for you guys. And we've raised another $443-ish. I'm doing some currency transactions, which is amazing, which brings our total to $823 raised so far for AFFP. Nice, nice. Amazing. Nice. Thank you guys so much. If we make it to $1,000, which oh, I- oh, oh. You make it to $1,000 what? If we make it to $1,000, I feel like I just have to do this with you like only 40 more times. Yeah. 40, 40 yes. more times. 40 is a good number. Yeah. And, we, I, like and I think we, we'd be, we'd have hit half a million. So there it, it is. It's like a pretty. I think, I think we're on a roll here. We're on we a roll here. We have to do that before Tuesday. <laughs> and so we can do it before Tuesday. We do that <laughs> every day. We're going to um, Truman <laughs> show awesome. it. Yeah. We're just going to Truman awesome. show it. Stay with me. We're going to Truman show it. In the shower. Every <laughs> day, every day, we're just going to live stream. I just need like one of those, like like the belt, you know, with the cell yes. just That way I can actually. We'll get you a GoPro. We'll get you a yeah. GoPro that hangs off your head. Yeah. You know, it'll be perfect. Yeah, you know, I do need. I need to like eat and things out. Yeah, see, yeah, it's gonna happen, guys. You know, Zach and I just became best friends. We're gonna be live streaming all the time now. I'm just saying. Anyway, anyways, all right. Thank you, Amanda. Appreciate that, and we'll talk to you. Yes, she's awesome. And but yeah, so when it came to Justice League, like when we saw the theatrical cut, Zach, I mean, I think pretty much the collective reaction was this. <laughs> Did you see that? Yes. <laughs> yes. That was uh that was kind of the collective reaction when it came to the actual version. So that's why we're so jonesing for your version and the fact that we're gonna get it in four parts. We're gonna get four hours, I guess four hours plus, and uh possibly, you know, hopefully even more, because we know that you kind of had this idea to like, you know, you're taking Superman and just kind of like you were kind of running with it you know you were trying not to do what they were doing over here on the other side of like hey we're having a bunch of movies that all intermingle with each other it seemed like you were trying to just be like well i have this story that i'm gonna do you know yeah yeah no that's kind of what i i mean we were kind of really thought about it and sort of the we always said like it's lord of the rings you know it's it's um that's what that's what you know, our sort of mythological template was. Yeah. You know? And so, you know, it had a, it definitely had a, it had a, a goal. Yeah. That, you know, that we wanted to reach. Well, I mean, that, that one t shirt, the first, I think it was the first shirt that you had that had all like everybody was trying to decipher what was going on. And it was like, well, this was probably the whole plan altogether. Yeah. You know, it's that the whole was, plan. It is the, yeah. that shirt is the whole plan. I, 
I still haven't really like ciphered it for everyone yet, but I will. <laughs> At some point, I'll kind of take you through it. But uh, sweet, I smell another live stream. There it is. <laughs> there it is. You heard it here first, folks. Um, well, we got another uh, fan video question or for you uh, from yep. Will Morris, and uh, I'm going to play it right now. What's up, Dave, and what's up, Zach? Before we get to my question, I just want to say to you, Zach, uh, your films have been such an inspiration to me. I had an interview this past week again in the film school here at college, and they asked me whose films I like the most, what style of film would I like to make, and uh, who would I want to work with. And for all my answers it was you and your films they've been so inspiring and i'm and i got accepted right off the bat as soon as i left the interview i got the email that i was accepted which usually doesn't happen and uh i just can't thank you enough for uh your films because they have inspired me to go make films of my own hopefully i can make them half as good as yours but my question is i'm a big robin fan so when your plans for justice league or batman v superman or in future justice league possible projects are there any plans to show you like a carrie kelly robin or a robin from batman's past with ben affleck just a thought all right thank you <laughs> Ooh, got a robin big, question big robin fan big football fan too apparently yeah um, yeah all that a lot of a lot of washington football team yeah, yeah, that's what they're called for now. Correct. Right? Correct. Uh, yeah. Correct. correct. Yeah. Um, he doesn't have the politically correct stuff on, but it's okay. By the way, I mean, you know, I think that's I think that's good stuff. I think they've yeah. done the right thing there in Washington. Yeah, it was it was um, about that. Yeah, it's, it, they had to do it. I mean, come on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um anyway. So um <laughs> honestly. Um but um yeah, no, I um there are some, there's a Robin, there's a Robin line, like there's some, there's a Robin Easter egg in Justice League um, that I think you'll have to wait and see. I can't say exactly. Would there be a plan to have more Robin in future, uh, in whatever future story there would be? I mean, to me, the way you do a Robin story in the Justice League universe is Batman um, is like drinking and he is remembering. <laughs> I'm drinking, you know, I'm drinking. So, so Batman drinks like it, you know. Uh, but like, you know, and we see what happened. You know, we understand like who Robin was to him and we get to experience what, what, you know, what was the circumstances for the Joker and, 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 and Robin coming together? Well, apparently, I mean, some of the recent stuff, like, uh, I mean, and even looking at the costume that he has displayed, I mean, it sounds like the Joker not only just decided to beat him up, but he maybe set him on fire. <laughs> Possibly. You know, he's not a nice person. No, so he's not. That's like, uh... He's kind of Possibly. a dick. But I think that that, I mean, that's my only way. That's, I guess, my, the way I would think about it is that, like, if we were to see Robin in this movie, we'd see, like, a really able Robin. We'd see a really, like, probably, probably the way you do, I think, Robin is you do a better Batman in some yeah. way, right? You do, like, the less broken Batman is Robin. And because of his naivete, he he gets he it costs him right yeah. his kindness his his trust 
in humanity costs him in the end, you know, yeah, which darkens Batman more even yet. And I think like too, like, and, and I don't know if that's just in, uh, in, uh, Zack Snyder's justice league, which I, hopefully you got that title. Um, I think like, uh, you know, Batman trying to build this family essentially with the justice league. I mean, he's tried to do that before, you know, obviously with, you know, I guess you could say the bat family. Um, but you know, I mean, obviously you could see some probably like, he's probably got some trust issues, some like insecurities about it. Yeah. And I, and I think like, you know, I mean, some people are speculating, you know, the fact that you brought the Joker in, obviously if he's going to be part of either that nightmare timeline or whether it was like the regular timeline, I mean, he's going to have a little bit of uh, you know, PTSD a little bit when he sees that guy, because look what he fucking did to his little buddy. I mean, and it's not the Jason Todd one. We, you clarified that it was the Dick Grayson version in your, ver in, uh, in your version of, uh, yeah, of this, uh, you know, story. Dick Grayson to me is much more. Um, oh, more that would. You know, oh yeah, that would hit Bruce way more. Yeah. Way harder. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what it was all. That's what that was all about to me. To me. Yeah. You know, but, I was like one of the things you know I always say is that like you know the thing I the thing I think that like a lot of fans need to think about in regard to how different directors approach Batman and or you know, these sort of extended universes, you know, you have to think about it like it's just a run, you know? Yeah. It's just a run. Like a comic book, like a graphic a novel. comic book run. Yeah. Like if I, yeah. if I had done a run of the same story, um, of Man of Steel, BBS, and Justice League, yeah, it would be way less controversial, you know what I mean? <laughs> then, then <laughs> yeah. because you'd just be like, oh, this, this comic book writer took this, took this, this, want to take this take and when the run ends someone else will pick it up and do something else you know exactly so it's just it is what it is it's your version i mean yeah. i mean that's what we talk about when it when it talks about like reinventing you know the character i mean you weren't trying to like i mean you know there's nothing wrong with what marvel was doing what what, what they're doing you know they're fun movies you know you know they're they're popcorn movies whatever the hell you know they they and they're all connected i always said like right. when it comes to like the uh the marvel cinematic universe it's like they have like one long branch and then they have like you know these little leaves that are like the little each individual movie but they all essentially have one set story which was cool it worked yeah. out and they had that infinity saga cool but what you were trying to do was trying to just do your own little contained story you weren't trying to go crazy with like hey we got to expand this sure you had like you know, you had uh, Ryan Choi in there. It's like, oh, cool. There's the Adam. He's in yeah. there. And, you know, you had all these little, you know, little Easter eggs. Well, because, of, frankly, when Darkseid attacks, yeah. Darkseid is coming, um, you needed to plant enough seed. You need, there needs to be enough, you know, characters on the edge that can fight because yeah. you, you need to really, like, you know, the... The defenders of Earth need to come together, and more even than the Justice League—not just the Justice League, but kind of like the defenders of Earth. And when I say that, I mean like you know, whether it be all the Atlanteans, all the Themyscirans, the yeah. armies of men, everybody, because the, the the Lanterns, everybody, because that's a real war, you know. Oh, 
You just said lanterns, guys. I'm not going to ask you who your Green Lantern is. It's fine. I mean, we'll find out, I think, hopefully, maybe in the future. <laughs> I mean, there's always speculation out there, but, uh, you know, I, I think I even sent a message to you, too. If, like, if you need a Green Lantern, I'm available. Oh, but, it's uh, you. Yeah, it is me. See, you, got, you guys heard it here first, folks. I mean, I'm going to throw this guy up here. Exclusivo! Zack Snyder said I'm uh, the Green Lantern in the Snyderverse. But uh, we're going to bring Wonder Meg back in here. Do you have another uh, quick question here from the live chat? I do. This comes from David Robertson. Has there ever been talk of a Man of Steel director's cut? Um, you know, uh, no. There, ha you know, There's only a few scenes. That was like one of those movies that, um, for me, few and far between maybe Guardians of Gaul and and uh, Man of Steel are the two are like you know two movies that I made that were pretty much, um, and I would actually and actually Army, um, where you know it was just it was exactly what I wanted to do. It just worked out that those were the that was the length of the movie, and it was it's not a short movie either, Man of Steel, by the way. No, um, but it, <laughs> not uh, at all. Good, <laughs> you know, but it just, flows. It flows. It, yes, it, it, there was only a few scenes that we deleted, but it wasn't. It wasn't anything I think that would change the, the movie. So no. So the 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 real answer is no. Um, that movie is pretty much it is what it is, and I love it. And it's kind of exactly um, the size that it it was for me um, mm -hmm. that I wanted it to be. Cool. All right. Thank you. Cool. Thank you, Meg. And uh, we'll see you again in a little bit. Okay. You. Thank you. And uh, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna bring in somebody. Um, who uh who's been on the vodka stream a couple of a couple of times he is the um writer of the cut which is uh, loosely based off of uh release the snyder cut and uh he's the founder of release the snyder punch he's a big fan of of uh sucker punch so oh, cool. that's in the midside look at that shirt what's going on sir oh, nice <laughs> hey, thanks for having me on dave appreciate it no problem you, Zach. hey brother What's going oh, on? Man? You have anything to say, Dave, or is it just to me? I know. Yeah, you. Yeah, you, the floor is yours. And then, of all course, right. uh, yeah. we're all going to bring on Mr. Chris Wong Swenson too. Which, hey, Chris. Uh, yeah. Hey, Chris. Familiar with? So, uh, go ahead, guys. What's well, I'll just ask the first thing I want to talk about is uh, the whole director's cut of Sucker Punch, right? Because we still haven't seen that. So, what's it going to take for that to happen? What do we have to do to make that happen? I think that the um, I have to double check this, but we did think I did talk to uh, we did talk about it the other day, and the um, there is a uh, I think I think what it has to do with and I think it's almost up, but I, I'll, I'll double check for you. I'll double check. <laughs> what I think it is is that there's a because they sell the rights, you know, to different TV shows, different TV stations, and 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 platforms to just to show the movie and i think that there's a conflict if we generate another version of the movie while that version of the movie is has been sold that there creates a conflict because it's like oh we don't have that material now because you i, I don't I'm not 100 percent sure how it works but there is something but there's like an amount of time that they have access to that and that it's at some point that time ends and then it's like it would be it would be a viable thing for us now to take it back and and Fix it. So time, basically, a matter of time. Okay. <laughs> so I will look into that and find out when that is. Sweet. Okay. Yeah. 
the other thing I wanted to say, just based on what you said earlier, was uh, when you were talking about the why of Dark Knight Returns, and that's why you like that graphic novel so much, that is what I love about your movies. What you bring that I think is missing from a lot of movies nowadays is the why to movies. I mean, Man of Steel in specific, I'm not a comic book guy, right? Like, I'm a Snyder fan. Like, I saw 300 and I was blown away, and I've been a fan of you ever since. And then you brought me into the comic book world exactly because of the why of Superman. Whenever I saw Superman growing up, it never made sense to me because I never knew why he did the things he did. But you even explained right down to the costume. I was like, okay, now I get why this dude wears the costume. And so that's what I've always appreciated about about your art. So that really stood out to me. Oh, that's cool. I appreciate that. I mean, yeah. you know, for us, it was a deep dive that we wanted to take into kind of trying to figure out how to make all the sort of the mythological symbolism of Superman make sense within the context of our world. And, and then like, you know, to be able to find his sort of mythological image and make that make, sorry, that's my, my door open. Uh, oh, yeah. find <laughs> Elevator menswear and yeah. make that like tangible on earth and real, you know, that was a thing that we, 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 sh we really endeavored to kind of make you, one of the things I always said about Man of Steel is that I, I wanted to make sure that the movie was kind of reflected this notion that if Superman was real, like what would the reaction of the world be to him? You know, not not what would he do in the world, but what would the world do to him? Because it's a different, it's an interesting parallel. It's not just like, oh, look, there's there's a miracle man, like everything's going to continue. The reality is if Superman showed up tomorrow, it would change the world, you know? So you gotta, you gotta put it in that context, so. For yeah, sure. you said that with, um, before BBS, where you said that uh, if he saved a cat from a tree nowadays, people would even have a problem with that. And I think oh, that's yeah. one of the best things you said because that nails it exactly. Yeah, like, there'd be some issue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the cat wanted to be there. <laughs> what are you talking about? Our society is so perfect. We, you know, geez, look at the election. My God. Yeah, that's true. Well, when we're talking about all this stuff, I'm going to ask, I guess it's kind of controversial because it deals with all of this stuff. What's huh? the deal with, well, it's not, it's not that. What's the deal with the, the Fountainhead? I've heard it's going to be a series. Yes. It's going to be a movie. Is it going to happen at all? Uh, <laughs> the, the, the honest answer, answer is I don't know. Ah, oh. I, 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 that is literally the honest answer. I don't know what's gonna happen. You know, I'm, a, you know, I'm a fan. I've written a freaking <laughs> 700 page like miniseries. Uh, so I, I did spend a little time. It wasn't a thing that happened overnight. So yeah, it'd be great. You know, I don't feel like uh, you can have Trump and fountainhead in the same um political sphere but maybe you know in the future things will change and and the sort of attitudes will change and people won't be so like um on edge uh, mm -hmm. about, about about ideas and uh, we can you know we'll see but right mm -hmm. now i don't know well can i ask you about the 700 pages can I ask you, um, besides obviously the opening with Rourke standing on the cliff naked and laughing and everything, what do you think are the most iconic images that you wanted to bring to the screen for Fountainhead? 
Well, it's, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's every page. I mean, I think that like, you know, for me, um, there's just, uh, the struggle is so, is so fun to kind of, uh, uh, to kind of dig into, you know, I think people tend to, um, they tend to, um, you, you need to keep that in a mythological sort of realm in order to like, let it be mythological. You know, as soon as you try to sort of think about it in practical terms, sure, it, you, you can, you, you can spin yourself out with it. But I think if you keep it in mythological terms, it's, it's really fun and there's a lot of great lessons. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, well, hold on. First, I wanted to show, like, uh, you know, there's uh, the cover of uh, Justin's book right here that's supposed to be out on Tuesday. So, uh, yeah, go ahead and, uh, yeah, check out uh, Justin's book. Yeah. Do you want me to plug it? I appreciate you doing that for me. I'm, I'm I'm honored that you would do this for me. So I wrote the cut. It's a fictionalization. It's a based on a true story. Uh, it's not intended to represent what actually happened, but like you said, taking the practical and putting it in the mythological. Because I'm very much that way too. I love uh, romanticism. That's very yeah. much who I am. So what I did was, you know, my knowledge as a fan, I took all of that and I said, well, what does this story mean when a movie ripped away from its creator and given to a bunch of other people and taken out of the hands of the person who wants to make it. And so I took inspired by very inspired by what actually happened. And I dramatized as much as possible because obviously I don't know what actually happened. Right. I only know the rumors and innuendos and I wrote a novel on it and it comes out on Tuesday, November 17th. That was suggested oh, nice. to the other cut people as a celebration. Nice. Great idea. And 25% of all of my proceeds, everything I make from it is going to go to AFSP. There That's it good. is. Good yes. job. And go ahead and uh, flex flex that bicep there, Justin. Oh, 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 that. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't worry. Awesome. awesome. There it is. Awesome, there it is. All right, Mr. Chris Wong Swenson, what do you got? All right, I may have uh, a bunch of DC questions for later, <laughs> later on, so I'm just going to ask this non-DC question, uh, what other genres did you ever want to explore? Is there like a certain genre that you haven't done yet that you want to try out? Um, well, let's see, other genres. You mean like a romantic comedy? What? Oh. Yeah, Zack Snyder rom-com, let's go. Oh. <laughs> I want to see a Western. I want to see a Western. A Western, I think I would do. I think I would, I would love to make a Western. Western? I, would, yeah. I would make a Western, absolutely. Oh, awesome. Uh, I, second love Blood I love Blood Meridian. Oh. Anyone oh. give me the rights to Blood Meridian, I'll make that tomorrow. There, oh, there you go. You heard it here first, guys. <laughs> and and the second question is, if you were ever approached to do Star Wars, because you're a big Star Wars fan, Star it looks Wars. like it. I think you are a Star Wars fan, because <laughs> I've seen pictures of it. Bad. But um, is there a certain story that you had in mind in your head, kind of like, I wanted to do that in the Star Wars world? I mean, you know, I don't know. I think I've kind of probably gone over this a little bit in, in the past. Um, I am a huge Star Wars fan. I, the reason why I started making movies when I was 11 years old was because of Star Wars. Um, and um, for sure, it has been a huge influence on me and really got me sort of into like on this mythic path with, um, with the Joseph Campbellian, um, you know, take on, 
um, archetypes and storytelling. But um, yeah, I mean, Star Wars is that to me. So I have interest in Star Wars. I, I don't have a, I don't think I have a story right now that, you know, I don't, I don't know how I, how I fit into the Star Wars universe anymore. Like it, it I don't know what it is. So mm. it's, uh, it's a, um, it's a thing I love, but I don't know if I'm, you know, it's maybe it's moved on to me. Yeah. Right. Right. But I still love it. And I, uh, you know, I have lightsabers everywhere around the house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, to me, I mean, if, if George Miller would relinquish some uh, rights to Mad Max, I I, I want to see a Zack Snyder Mad Max movie. That's yeah. Be oh, afraid. Be afraid. oh my God! I mean that George the Fury Miller Road. I don't know how he did that. That shit is too good. <laughs> the man is like seventy plus years old, and he was like, "Eh, I got this." Yeah. Hey, Jesus Christ! I mean, Fury Road is too good. It's insane. It's, good. it's not insane. It's awesome. But anyway, and, all right. So, uh, guys, that got you good. Good, thank you. Very good. All right. Appreciate it, guys. It's nine thirty. Right. Yeah. It's nine thirty. I got to get some babies to bed in a minute, so just give me. Uh, oh, just, uh, okay. So you got to go in a little bit. All right. Well, let me just. Or two. I'll do some. Okay. All right. Let me just bring on uh, Mr. Stephen Colbert because he wanted to ask you a question. Hey, how's yeah. it going, Zach? Yeah. Oh, can you hear my audio? Yeah, you're good. Oh, oh cool. <laughs> um, I have. Uh, there he is. There he is. Yeah. You know, you know, Steve. Yeah. Look at that. I know. It's it's majestic. It's majestic. What? Hi, Jesus. He's a yeti. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got uh, um a lot of questions actually, but I'll, I'll try to keep it focused. Um, I, I do a, uh, a podcast with Andrew Dice right uh, there, right here. Yeah. Um, where That's we've been, guy. we spent the last couple of years he's breaking in a down. Room. Look yeah. At that. <laughs> he's got the more, he's got the more sound appropriate room between he's the two of us. Acoustic tiling is decoration. So it's pretty <laughs> Yeah. Um, and we've spent the last, uh, what has it been now? Uh, almost two years. Six hours, I think total. Yeah, 26 hours total, um, breaking down Batman v Superman, uh, one minute per episode of the oh, yeah. show. I'm um, aware of it. Oh, awesome. And uh, it's it's been fascinating kind of going through it because when it went, it started with like, how are we going to fill this time? And then it became like, okay, how are we going to stop each episode from being an hour long? Um, and we started noticing things where the longer into it we get, we notice that like the frequency with which a minute ends on like, the from the one second mark to the 59 second mark is like its own story and not just like a one minute chunk but actually like from zero to 59 seconds is is a complete thought um like in nairobi the 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 whole assault on nairobi happens from from zero to 59 seconds um the batman one i mean a bunch of stuff in between but like the the one shot nightmare fight is is the same deal um, and it's very, very frequent when that, like the entire nightmare is a perfect five minute, one minute at a time chunk. So the, the podcast has been kind of mind blowing how perfect the format is. And so like that was intentional, right? I guess that's our question. <laughs> like, did you, you know, did that? I... See, those are, this is mine. That was mine. Oh. Um, yeah. So I guess, you know, um, I, the dog just came in. I, um, <laughs> I, you know, I come from 
you know, a very sort of, um, I do have a sort of a meticulous approach um, to it, uh, to, to storytelling and, and filmmaking in general. And um, it is a, and maybe it has a lot to do with the way I draw and the way I sort of um, uh, compose um, these chunks and, and that in order to make sense of the blocking and uh, the larger story, I do have to um, kind of, I always say, um, one of the things I always talk about is even sequence to sequence, it, and, and it goes to what you guys are saying, even in the smallest bits, I'm always like, what's the beginning, middle, and end? What's the beginning, middle, and end? What is the story of this moment? And so I think that that um, does make its way down to the moment to moment of every, of basically every movie I've made. Like I really, um, I really do try test, but I think when you see Army of the Dead, which is the movie I just made, um, it is a movie where I, it's an extreme version, even of BVS, um, in the sense that we really, I really pushed that notion even harder. Um, and uh, anyway, well, you'll, you'll see it. So we're not yes. crazy. Hey, the, the, the this is not some like crazy conspiracy theory. What's that? <laughs> So we're not crazy in, 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 in thinking think, that this is... I don't think you're crazy. All right. <laughs> it, it, it's a, but it's also a rhythm of the way... It, it tends to... It becomes a rhythm of the way that I sort of work, you know? There might be moments where, um, you know, not totally by... There's nothing in the movie that's not very... The, the movies are very designed. Right, like the move, the design, the shot making, the moment to moment is very designed. So you can't, you can't do that level of design without when you're breaking down the moments, moment to moment. You inevitably end up. You have once you parcel it out, you end up with parcels, right? And so, and it is, it, it becomes like they, they turn into bricks and you start building the movie like that, you know? And I, I think that um, that's just is, the way is I Is that it. for you? Like, is that, is that the process that you would have yeah, to for me. work I, in or I, is know, that? I, I don't expect anyone, you guys are probably very rare, um, you know, in, in that, you know, that, that, well. that you've taken it down to that that aspect but for me that's how i make sense of the movie so that's how i'm able yeah. to put it together you know well, it feels like the da vinci code for us <laughs> <laughs> it does yeah so andrew do you have a question well yeah i'm i'm mainly kind of along that that same line but um no, you know what? I, I'll ask a different question here because uh, it's it's the one that's come up a lot when Stephen and I are discussing. Is that we end up having heated conversations even as fans about the movie, and it seems to be uh, about it's it's fitting that this is the cause that we're talking about here because it is about people having breakdowns or people failing or people falling short of what they're trying to do. And with Batman, it seems like he's failing to be better than he is. And with Superman, he's trying really hard to stay down and stay in touch with people rather than ascending. Uh, and watching both of that seems to make a lot of fans of those characters uneasy. 
like a lot of people don't like seeing Batman failing or Superman failing, but isn't the whole point that when you break, you're out of character? Yeah, I guess that's, you know, for me, that's the whole, the why of the whole thing is to challenge the sort of archetype that has been established for the character, you know, to challenge the notions that they, if this is a thing, it, it, I always said that like, you know, if this is, the, if this is a, construct of the character that is unbreakable you know why does that exist and so when you put to that character a scenario where that notion is challenged and also if you put to the character a notion the notion where that scenario is challenged in a way that you can't simply like create a trope to get out of it right you know it's not kobayashi maru is is not you know is kind of what i don't i don't mean to dork out do star trek <laughs> dork out but you know what i'm saying it's like that's that's a particular you know that's a way to save kirk right from from death but like you can't so so with superman or batman you want to create a scenario where they can't they they can't rely on their mythological trope that saves them from that because that's how you get to the reality of the why of the character, because then they have to actually confront that aspect of them, you know, and, and that's what it's all about. Cool. Well, you have two people who, who really appreciated that. So thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Um, <laughs> we, uh, makes, if there's I a specific, makes, I hope that makes oh, totally. It, no, it totally does. Totally. Does. Way more concise than we've been doing too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know what happens a lot in the movie. Um, as I as I mentioned, you said that's like the way you structured it, um, and we don't have time to to do it all right now. But if there is a particular minute that you think um, is uh, maybe worth examining as a, as an independent minute of the movie, we'd love to to have you on oh, yeah, no, and talk I'd about love it. To do that. That'd be super fun. That'd be I would, uh, awesome. Uh, I could pick the minute and we could we could do it. That'd be super yeah. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, we were gonna angle minute three of the credits, but. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Snyder, do you have time for just well, one more? Like, I think I got to go. Really oh, you got to go. All right. Okay. 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 Are like, they're, they're, okay. I got to put them down. Well, thanks for fitting us in. Thank you. Right, well, yeah. well, before so before, before you go, before you go, let's get a tally of where the donations yeah, are at from Miss uh, Colbert right there. Hi. Stephen's wife. Hi. Thanks so good. much for joining us tonight, Zach. Of I really course, appreciate it. I know your bell rang, so you got to go eat your pineapple pizza. I do. But before and you we're go, gonna, we're going to invite Scott and Tim in here just to say hi. You guys were yes. backstage, hey. so say hi to Snyder. Hey yes. <laughs> but we'll get Italians. You know, sorry you couldn't get the questions, guys. But you know, he, he's got some kids to put to bed. You know. But anyways, That's what's the tally there, Miss Amanda? Our total between Super Chat and direct donations to AFSP through the link for the evening is $1,293. Nice. Thank nice. you guys so much. Cheers. Thank you guys. That's Cheers. what we're doing. Cheers. All Cheers. right, 40 more of these and we're in. That's right. <laughs> our favorite number. It's our favorite number right there. 40 more. There you go. That's great. All right. All right you guys are amazing. I'll talk to you again soon. Appreciate it. And uh, we'll do the minute. We'll do the minute. Yes. Do, awesome. Like, pick pick a minute, your favorite minute. Show up with those guys and uh, make it happen. All right. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, Snyder, thank thank you so much for joining. I mean, this, My was, pleasure. this was a lot of fun. And uh, hopefully we can do it again sometime. And uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, have a good rest of the night.
and everything. All right, we'll do. Cheers again. All right. Thanks, guys. Take it easy. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good one.